With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Fear Me, a podcast about the walking dead. Fear me. Hi, I'm Kim. Hi, this is not Stuart, it's Scott. (laughs) And we are going to recap episode six of season six of The Walking Dead, entitled Always Accountable. And tonight we're going to do things a little bit differently because Stuart's not here. He's actually on a business trip and should be walking in the door soon, but we are just going to wing it tonight without him. All right, well, let's just see how this goes. It's, It's obviously, he's the glue that holds this together, but... We'll just have to see what we can do about that. He is. He's our comedian. So Mm -hmm. maybe it'll be a dry episode tonight. Hopefully not. Mm, Oh, my. (laughs) All right. Well, let's just get right into it. So what did you think of this episode? Well, I certainly liked it a lot better than I did the last episode. Mm -hmm. Um, Half of the situation, I say, I found really intriguing. Um, Half of it, eh, you know, not so intriguing. But... And it still felt like a little bit of a catch-up episode, but uh, not nearly as bad as last week's. How about yourself? Yep. I totally agree. Let me guess. Was the intriguing part the Daryl part? Yeah. Yeah. I was the same exact way. That part really captured my attention, whereas the other part, I was I was actually really confused about this entire episode. And I had to ask Stuart a couple of times what was going on and to help me keep up with it, especially with the um, Sasha and Abraham part. Yeah, that was some interesting dialogue going on there. It was interesting, and it was kind of slow in parts. And then I was like, what are you doing? I don't understand. Um, But Daryl's storyline totally saved the day and redeemed the entire episode for me. So I actually did like the episode. Um, I liked it better than last week's, too. Well, anyways, we can talk about the details. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we find ourselves at the beginning of this episode catching up with Daryl, Sasha, and Abraham. As they are uh, leaving the horde of walkers that they herded at 20 miles mm-hmm. away. And they're evidently racing back to get back to Alexandria, is what I'm thinking. And see, even when that happened, I was like, what, what are they doing? Where are they going? They're like too far away from the horde. They're driving too far away. I was thinking that I was the like, first time, too. should we slow down a little bit, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Let them catch up. No, I, I figured it's, it took me a minute, but I finally figured out, oh, yeah, yeah wait a minute. They're done. Yeah. They're moving on. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. But then it gets mm-hmm. weird. Then they get ambushed. Yeah. And that's where things kind of left me behind as far as understanding what exactly was going on here. Same here, because, of course, I thought that it was the wolves right. coming, and um, it wasn't. No. No. As far as we can tell, it wasn't. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Although, when they did show the guys, they had their hair over their foreheads. Right. So you couldn't really see them very easily. But I don't I don't see the wolves using cars. No, and they also had guns. And they also had guns. So, yeah, it just I think that kind of eliminated the wolves a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's the new threat that they right. said that they were going to see this time. So, um definitely not the wolves. Once I figured out it wasn't the wolves, I did have one thought. Yeah. After all these episodes and seasons where they could hardly find anybody out there, uh-huh. all of a sudden they're finding groups left and right. <laughs> I mean, this is a whole new group. So we got the wolves. We got whoever these people are. Uh-huh. We got Alexandria. All right together in that one area. Well, it's D.C. Uh, I guess. Because when they're in Georgia, they're not really in Atlanta. They're in the, right. you know, the boonies. Mm-hmm. And there aren't that many people there. But they're closer to D.C. now where there's like millions of people. So I think it's understandable that they would find more people, more groups. I guess. But it seems like that these groups are all converging together. I mean, are we going to find out that 
these two groups are against each other or are they together or and why are they attacking our heroes well or were they attacking our heroes well i have my opinions about whether they're against each other or with each other mm -hmm. but i can't i can't say it all goes back to comic book stuff right and i don't want to spoil anything okay well i got my own theories and i'll run them by you a okay. little bit later and you can Tell me what you think about that. Um, but but the question of why they were attacking Sasha and Abraham right. and Daryl, that, I have no idea. They just came out of the blue. Well, and and so, okay, so I'm trying to remember, did they start attacking them once they entered that small town? Yes. Or was it, okay. Yeah, they were, they were going through like a neighborhood or whatever when the first shots rang out. So it was kind of like an ambush. Yeah, it was an ambush, definitely. So I have no idea. Well, I mean, we'll discuss it more f later on, but I'm wondering if it was our three amigos that were hiding in the woods that they were trying to ambush. That oh, they yeah. were trying to catch them. Right, 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 right. Because they did say something about stealing a vehicle or something like that. Well, we f we find out later that they stole that... Um, yeah, the truck. The truck, yeah. But I thought they said something else. Anyway, any that doesn't matter at this point. Yeah. Um, so, Daryl gets separated from uh, Sasha and Abraham, and uh, Sasha and Abraham go on a counterattack and take out the car that was following them. Mm -hmm. um, and then what happened to those guys? Well, they never even emerged from the car. Well, that's because they had a lot of bullet holes in them. Okay, so they uh, shot them up. Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, it does make, it does make you wonder why they didn't get out of the car. Because mm -hmm. they just kind of sat there after Sasha and Abraham crashed through that wall. Yeah. Or gate or whatever the hell it was they crashed through. Yeah. I don't know. But, See, this is when I started just getting totally confused about the direction of this entire thing. But yeah, well, yeah, we're getting introduced to a lot of a lot of stuff now. Um, we we get Sasha and Abraham. They're on the run, going into the town because they've obviously wrecked the the uh, the wonder machine that they were driving. <laughs> the boat. The boat. <laughs> the red boat. And then we have Daryl in the woods. Or Daryl actually trying to get away, yeah, and uh, and he's able to cause the car that's following him to crash into the Walker-infested dumpster site. Right, right. Okay, and then Daryl takes off into the woods, and he's he's not in good shape. Well, he dumps his bike first, exactly, and gets all scraped up. Yep, big time. Yep. And then he goes off into the woods. Yes. And so then I'm like, okay, now we're taking an interesting turn. But why are the woods all burned? And remember yes. when he falls off his bike, he rolls over. Well, he hears the walker and he rolls over and then there's a walker laying right next to him with the yeah. helmet on. The motorcycle helmet. Right. And I'm thinking, that's a pretty small walker. It looked like a child almost. Yeah. Well, it was shriveled up after burning. But I do got to say this. Um, even after watching the episode the second time, I'm not sure what that motorcycle rider was doing there. I know. And where's their bike? <laughs> Right. I mean, <laughs> that I didn't get. Totally didn't get. Even by the end, I didn't get that one. Um, but I did think the whole thing about the burned forest actually turned out being pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. And uh, it was very interesting to find out. Yeah. So eventually we find out that they actually took the truck full of gasoline and ran it into the forest. And then did they set it on fire themselves? Well, they said they opened it up. They opened up the back, dragged it through the for or ran it through the forest, dumping the fuel out, and then they lit the fuel. Okay. Now, again, we're saying they. We don't know who they are, though. Right. Whoever they are, they're the ones who did it. Well, D. And we, right. That's when he runs into the two girls, Tina and Honey. Yeah. And gets smacked by Dean. Right. And, the, and right off the bat, they're saying some cryptic stuff. I can't figure out what's going on. <laughs> I know. You know, I mean, they pop up and they're like, well, we earned this. And I'm like, okay. Well. And I won't kneel anymore. And yeah. Like that. Oh, God, the kneeling. Let's get to the kneeling. Yeah. So, uh, so Daryl gets captured. Oh, right. They knock him over the head. He mm -hmm. blacks out. And then um, he wakes up to find them that they have gone through his bags and taken all of his stuff and, and tied him up against the right. tree. 
Yeah, and and you know they start talking to him, and I guess here's the thing I was a little bit confused about is I thought at first he they thought he was a wolf. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. that's why they captured him. Right. But but then it turns out they thought he was one of their pursuers. Right. From whoever the people are, but I know they kind of say, well, you know, we maybe didn't see it, but it just seems strange that they've never seen Daryl before. If mm-hmm. he's one of those guys, mm-hmm. considering they were part of the same group. But were they actually part of that group and they were trying yeah. to escape? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. definitely. They even say that. You know, they even say something about the fact that, well, we don't know everybody that's in the group. Oh, okay. See, I thought that they were had been captured themselves. No. They said they hooked up with the group early on and, you know, about the time when they did the fire thing. Okay. And, um, and that they had been with them ever since, but that things had taken a turn for the worst with the group that that human nature had taken over and the group had gone sour. Right. Now I'm I'm going to I'm going to throw it out there based on the comments about the kneeling and all that kind of stuff. It seems to me to be a cult. Huh, that's a good thought. I think it seems like a cult and whoever Wade is. Yeah. I don't know what Wade is to tell you the truth. Well, Wade was the one that we met later on who ended up um hacking that guy's arm off. Right, but we never saw Wade. Yeah, we never saw his face. Right. Yeah. And he acted as at least the leader of that group. But then he also said, at that same time, he was like, he doesn't want people who aren't willing or something like that. He doesn't want ones Mm -hmm. that aren't willing, something like that. Right. And that was another thing that made me feel like it was a cult. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so, you know, evidently these three people that Daryl runs into are being chased by this, by the group that they used to be with. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and they seem, at least in my, for me, they seem cultish. Don't know. And I, the whole situation was kind of odd in that, you know, when they compounding through the, you know, after Daryl's getting ready to leave Mm -hmm. and they compounding through the forest in their big truck, the, the, the three folks that were trying to escape, Tina, Honey, and Dee, didn't even hide. (laughs) I know. They just yelled out, you know, we deserve or we earn this or something. And I'm just kind of going, what? I know. They didn't try to uh, escape or anything. And Daryl had to come back and get them and be like, come this way. Yeah. And then they tried to escape and hid. I was like, uh, huh? Okay. Well, maybe at that point they just thought that it's just hopeless. Or maybe they're dumb. Yeah. I don't know. Well, the three of those people were not the smartest people in the group. No, no. But um, they really weren't. I don't know anything about this. it's just weird. <laughs> well, evidently we've got we've got more than one group running around out there. I for, I can't I can't feel though that we've seen the last of the wolves. Oh God, no, no. So I mean, because I'm sure so that people got... back at Alexandria are going to be dealing with the wolves again. Right. So right. I do think this is a completely different group. It doesn't sound like Wade is the head of this group. Maybe he's just the head of the scouting party that went out to find the three that Possibly. escaped. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the wolves are a completely different group that have a, a different way of handling situations in the fact that they don't use weaponry. They don't use guns, at least. Right. Well, and they're just out to kill. Right. And we don't know why. Right. And it seems like this group is not out to kill. Right. It wants its members. Mm-hmm. What is it? Why so, does it want its members? That's a good question. No, maybe they bake. <laughs> no. They bake. No, <laughs> they make really good crumpets. That's what <laughs> they make lovely crumpets, <laughs> and they're looking for Carol for recipes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hey, I will say this though. Favorite part of the episode was uh, after Daryl had wiped out when the. Uh, the walker came through the woods. Yes. The Bernie Bernie Wrights and Tribute Walker. I was so excited. And then when you told me that it was a Bernie Wrights and Walker, I was like, oh my God, I didn't even. And then I saw a picture of one that you sent me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like spot on. It was perfect. Yeah. Bernie Wrights, and for those of you who don't know, it is a comic book artist. Um, one of the best, and especially in horror comics and so forth. He did a wonderful uh, collection of Frankenstein comics uh greg nicotero is a big fan and he did a tribute walker who was the moss covered walker that came after daryl when daryl was laying on the ground Mm -hmm. um 
I think it's probably the best walker I've seen. It was pretty sweet. Very cool. And there was an article that came out last night after the episode aired that confirmed everything that you just said. Ah, cool. Yeah. So it was definitely a Bernie Wrightson tribute. Well, I saw something about it. Uh, Greg Nicotero had a picture of a Bernie Wrightson drawing on his uh, Twitter feed. Oh, he did? Last um, night? The other day. Oh. Yeah, the other day. So he teased it. So I knew it. there was... Yeah, so he teased it. I knew there was one coming, mm -hmm. um, but I was interested to see which one would be the one. And, and as soon as I saw it, I said, oh, that's it. Uh-huh. Covered in moss. Most of them is falling apart. Yeah. Oh, that's that's Just that's with the Bernie rib cage and yes, he's got the pants, exactly, the pants. with a yep. belt. Yep. Yeah, it was like... Exactly like the picture. Yep. It was pretty sweet. Yep. I swear, I'll say it again. The walkers this season are amazing. Yeah, they've been fantastic. Yeah. Even the plastic ones we see later. The, the plastic covered ones. Oh, yeah. Later on. That was awesome. The greenhouse ones, yes. Yes. Because when I first saw those walkers, mm -hmm. I was like, it. well, I, I guess the first thought that I had was it looked like somebody had laid out two bodies that mm -hmm. had died for some reason and it was kind of like a funeral you know like right um and then they had placed a piece of plastic over it but then i was reading in an article that it was actually the glass from the um greenhouse mm -hmm. that had melted around them when the forest was right set on fire. i knew it was right yeah yeah i mean i knew i think they were bodies um before that mm -hmm. maybe because of the way they mm -hmm. were laid out but yeah but this but the greenhouse plastic windows or whatever had fallen down and covered yeah that was a pretty cool effect. And then, of course, they turned into zombies underneath that. I know. And when she started approaching them, I'm like, you are a total idiot. First of all, you don't ever go near anything's mouth. Because if it has a mouth, right. it will bite you, even if it's under plastic mm -hmm. or glass in this case, actually. And um, you're stepping on the glass. Of course, it's going to break, idiot. Yep. Yeah, that wasn't when it wasn't uh, one of our brighter uh, side characters there. Um no, but I think she was a kid too, right? Insulin girl. Yeah, insulin girl. Yeah, insulin yeah. girl. Holly. What? No, not Holly. What's her name? No, uh, Tina. Tina. Ugh. Tina she looks like and a Holly. Honey. She looks like the Holly that they brought into the clinic a couple yes. of episodes ago. Yes, right, right. Same hair exactly. and everything. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you, how do you, you know, when you're out in the woods and all, how do you keep that haircut going that way? <laughs> That little bopsy haircut she had. Going. Everybody should look like Carl by now and Daryl <laughs> with the hair it's, in their eyes. Exactly. Daryl. Uh, Daryl, just swipe your hair back once. I know, We want to see what your eyes look like now. How can he even see to ride his bike? Mm, maybe that's why he crashes. And can I also say that Daryl looking all hot and sweaty after he crashed his bike in the woods? Doing the gun show. That's pretty nice. Step up and buy a ticket. Yeah, I would. I saw that and I was like, "Oh, geez, that must be in his contract." <laughs> he's got to have, he's got to have a one, at least one gun show in, on the Daryl scene. <laughs> well, Abraham was looking pretty ripped last night too. <laughs> Abraham was looking like steroid boy. <laughs> and please, someone tell me, how does he keep that hair so damn red? <laughs> it's the blood. It's the Walker blood. He just he's smears got tons it of in. product in there. I mean. <laughs> And, what's he running and he finds Kool-Aid every now and then and just, you know, <laughs> touches up the ends. <laughs> He's got his hair care kit with him everywhere he goes. Oy vey. Anyway. Anyways, we um, digress. Yes, yes. As we digest. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I think we figured out what's going on with Daryl. At the same time, we've got um, Sasha and Abraham making a run for it. Mm -hmm. and, and then they decide to stop at that office building, right? Right. And... Uh, and I thought Sasha's comment was great, where she said uh, the best way to catch a tracker is let him find you. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. So she writes his name on the door, and they go inside. Um, <laughs> and see, that was another uh, occasion where I was like, how did Daryl's name get on the door? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't uh, see her do it. Yeah, she was standing there while Abraham was looking at that... that uh, Walker, he wanted to go up the street and kill. Oh, the one she was yeah. writing on the door in the background. Oh, see, I've missed all that stuff. And then we get, then we get to the half hour of behavioral modification going on between Sasha and Abraham. In all honesty, that conversation got really weird, 
Um, I mean, I thought the stuff going on in the woods was kind of odd mm-hmm. to follow, but that conversation was like, oh my God, please, you're killing me here. It was weird and boring. It, and, and, and not, and, and it felt very forced. I agree. I don't see anything between those two characters would lead me to think that they have an attraction to each other. Agreed. Just really didn't make any sense. I was very shocked when all that happened. But, okay, so Abraham walks in and Sasha's just sitting in that office chair. And then, of course, that walker Mm -hmm. is behind the glass wall in the other room. Yes. And banging on the wall. And I was like, okay, Sasha's just sitting there as if nothing's going on. It's all good. Well, she's sitting there almost almost like daring Abraham to say anything. I know. Both of them seem to be dealing with some serious issues in their heads throughout their their scene together. Mm-hmm. And I thought Sasha had kind of gotten over her her issues, but she was sacked and very strange. And uh and then Abraham was just off the hook. I'm not sure what's what was going on with him. I mean, is anger issues or I enjoyed the scene with the RPG uh, walker. You know, the guy stuck on the fence. I thought that was great. I mean, I enjoyed all that and so forth. But I didn't quite get what Abraham was trying to do with the guy. You know, where he went out there on the thing and just kind of started wrestling with him or something. Well, the whole point of the Abraham-Sasha storyline was that she's telling him he's taking too many risks. So, like, last, Mm -hmm. well, whatever episode that was, a couple episodes ago, where he jumped out of the car to get that uh, T-shirt that was hanging on the tree, and he waved it around and got away from the walkers and got them back on track to follow the car again out of the woods. That was a risk he didn't have to take. And so the same thing is happening with the RPG walker, where he, instead of just killing the walker in the head or waiting for it to, like decompose off and slide off of the the pole like it eventually did he crawled out onto the fence and uh kind of just had a little fight with the walker to get the rpg which didn't amount to anything but he's putting his life at risk because i think he's still pissed off about the whole eugene going to dc for a mission idea and the fact that Eugene yeah. lied to him about all of that, that everything that everything that Abraham had fought so hard for was gone. His family's gone. The mission to DC is gone, which in turn means the mission to save the world is gone because Eugene supposedly had the cure or a, night, a, a way to figure out the cure. Right. When he is fighting with that walker, that's just like the fruition of all of that stuff coming together. When right. he starts fighting with him and the the walker is biting at him and he can't get to the RPG anyways and he decides to just go and smoke a cigar, he's like, fuck it. <laughs> oh, I, exactly. But I just, I thought at that point he was starting to get the point uh-huh. of don't take risk. But then he put his gun down out there and took a big risk. Well, I think he was slowly starting to come to the point and then that that moment was just like, oh. Okay, you're right. I don't need to take a risk anymore because that's when the walker actually fell off of the fence and lo and behold the RPG is still right. hanging there and he didn't have hanging to on. do anything yep. to put himself at risk anyways. I did think it was interesting that that uh that RPG that they it's, they were saying later on the sh- on the after show was a uh actual real RPG. I saw that too that they rented it from some sort of set or mm-hmm. replica place. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. pretty cool. It looked pretty real. Um, but wow, what a find, huh? Mm-hmm. Wonder where they're oh, yeah. gonna use that. I think we'll find that out by the end of the season. Yeah. But you know, another interesting part of the whole Abraham storyline was when he found the uniform. Yes. The army yeah, uniform. Right. And it had all the decorations on it. And then he saw a picture of the soldiers or the army guy's family and he touched it. And I think that's when he was starting to like reminisce about his own life about his own family and losing them and what it means to be an enlisted man and a soldier and i think it was like all these little bits and pieces were coming together to make him understand that he's being stupid Mm -hmm. and that he needs to just slow down and take in the moment which is why i think in turn he hit on sasha because she called his bs 
and right. and he's and he respected that and he respected that exactly. Now, if Rosita expect, respects that, I don't think so. I still, I, 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 even then though, I just don't see, I, I don't see the chemistry between those two. Oh no, I don't either. At all. I mean, not at all. I hate to say it. I mean, as much as I like Abraham's character, his character's starting to feel a little forced because mm-hmm. he doesn't have a place anymore. And I'm a little bit worried about the show in general and that they're trying to, they're trying to keep going just too many characters. There's about five too many characters that they're trying to run. Well, that's why I was getting so confused with this new group that came in that right. ambushed Sasha and Daryl and Abraham because I did think they were walk. I mean, not walkers, wolves. Mm-hmm. So you could still keep focused on that threat. Exactly. But it turns out they're not wolves. And I'm like, who the hell are these They're another people? threat. Yeah. So that's like a whole new group we're going to have to learn. But um, I, I, just, you don't have to tell me anything more about it, but is this a group that's from the comic? Yes, it is. All right. I kind of figured. Yeah. It, I kind of figured. I, but it's just getting very convoluted. It is. And it's going to get bigger. <laughs> well. The thing is, I guess what I'm a little frustrated with this season is, is you know, it got off to a great start, uh-huh. but but the last episodes have really bogged down, and I really feel like I'm watching a, se- a season of Lost, <sighs> where they just keep confounding new mystery upon new mystery, but on new mystery without without ever resolving anything. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, they just introduce new problems, new things to consider, which is easy to do, and they will keep the audience's attention but you know what it really starts feeling like it's dragging when that happens and this whole glenn thing um i really think they better resolve this pretty quick because it is really feeling like it's pulled out as long as possible well i think they'll resolve that next episode i don't think so why i don't think so because they're gonna have another episode back in the town i think if they if even if they do have another episode back in the town there's going to be some effort made to find uh, mm-hmm. Glenn. But but we don't even know if, if Daryl and Abraham and Sasha are going to be back in the town next episode. Well, should we just go ahead and talk about the radio? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so do you think it's Glenn? Um, I'm hopeful. Uh-huh. Because it might mean we'll get some re- resolution to the storyline. Okay. Um... Went back and listened to it a couple times. Really can't tell. Well, I'm hopeful too, and I, I'm I'm just gonna say that it's Glenn, and I'm just sticking to it because as soon as I heard, she's sticking her nose up defiantly <laughs> as she says that right now. Just want you folks to know. <laughs> yes, that. I am. When I heard his, well, when I heard the voice come over the line, I got so excited because I just knew in my heart that that was Glenn because he said help. Who else would be saying help? Now, I've seen online... Like some... about 50,000 people around the town of <laughs> Alexandria. Yeah, but the only other person who had a radio in Alexandria was Rick, and that definitely was not Rick. Right. Did Glenn have a radio? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember if he had a radio or not. And now, there's people online have said that it's the radio that, um, the, that D.N., whatever her name was, mm-hmm. Tina, whatever stole from daryl and that the radio was in the bag i thought he had the radio on him Uh, but you know you know it's funny i thought about that a little bit too and my first initial thing is oh yeah maybe you know i thought maybe it's the uh the dude that stole the uh that it's d calling Mm -hmm. because something's happened to them already um and it still could be but my thought was oh wait a minute no no uh daryl had his radio but then again no he didn't he might have had abraham's radio and Sasha's radio. Exactly. It, it. I think it was Sasha and Abraham's radio because they were all together in the car when this happened. Right. Right. So it very well could be D and and Honey. Honey Bunch. Maybe they wiped out on the bike. It, it's possible, but why would they call over the radio and say help? To anybody. To anybody. Because they don't know who well, they are. Right. But I mean, even if it was their group, they would maybe call over the radio just to get someone to come and help them. I don't know. That's just far-fetched to me. I'm sticking with Glenn. <laughs> I think he's underneath that... Um, the, the dumpster? The dumpster. And he's like, help, help, 
and there's like waters all around him and he can't scream or anything because they're going to know he's there. So he has to kind of whisper. Mm-hmm. So oh, I'm just sticking to that. All right. You stick to that. I'm going to stick to uh, let's just get this resolved. <laughs> we got enough mysteries building up and I think the Glenn thing is, is ready to be figured out. Well, I think next episode we're going to find out because we've only got two more episodes left. I hope we do find out in the next episode. I hope they're not going to drag us through another episode without giving us an answer on that. I think people in on social media are getting pissed off enough that it would be a very bad idea for them to drag this on even longer. The only problem is, is these shows have already been made. I know so that. So whether social media is getting upset or not is irrelevant because it's going to happen the way they set well, it up. I know this. I know this. But still, I just... I just don't think they're going to do that. <laughs> You're getting me all upset. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's crying, folks. Glenn has She's to be She's going to need five minutes. <laughs> Kim, do you need to take a break? <laughs> all right. Um, so who do you think is this group of people, though? I want to hear your opinions about that. Well, I do think, like I said, I think it's a cult. Uh-huh. And I don't. I don't know much about the character or anything, but I do hear a lot about uh, Negan yeah. and his group, mm-hmm. I guess. And that it might be cultish. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, maybe perhaps this is part of that group. Right. Because we do um, know that Negan has been cast now. Exactly. And he's supposed to be coming in on the season finale, mm-hmm. right? Now, uh, we've got... How many episodes are in this season? Total. S- 16 because we have okay, eight for this first half we have right. two more left right yeah i i have a feeling that uh the glenn thing will be worked out and that glenn is going to be coming back because from what i keep hearing on the internet <laughs> that glenn has a big part of negan yeah and that 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 sounds like it may be important that he does come back i just hope you know the other thing i've seen a lot of people speculating on and not not just stuff i've read but i mean stuff that people are even saying to me at work and so forth is is was this just a dream of nicholas's oh i've heard that too and i'm like if it is i would be pissed i'm gonna have a problem with this yes yes that would be lame i mean who shot jr is that what we're doing again (laughs) we're gonna find out the whole the whole uh series has been one big dream and 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 uh, Glenn wakes up in a in a pizza shop, having fallen asleep at the counter. Well, there's that whole that none theory of this had of this, ever happened of the entire series being a, a a nightmare for Rick. Right. Yeah. And he wakes up in the hospital at the end of it all, and is like, "It's just a dream. It was a horrible dream." So no. Yes. Yes, that will go down as one of the worst uh, endings for an episode if that happens. It's already been done, guys. Yeah. Gimple, it's already been done. Move on. I don't think they're gonna do that. I think this they is can't. true bona fide. Nicholas is dead. Well, I would think so. And Glenn is safe under the dumpster with right. Oscar the Grouch. Yeah, I <laughs> very much so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I heard one or read one uh, the other day that said um, there was this big theory that it was definitely a dream of Nicholas's because Nicholas's gun had already run out of bullets. Oh. And so... How could he shoot himself in the head? How do people know his gun ran out of bullets? Because, okay, listen to this. Follow me on this. Okay. The scene when they're still down at the bottom of the dumpster, Glenn's gun runs out. He throws his gun down and picks up a knife, right? Oh, yeah. And they said, as he's getting rid of the gun, you hear a, a uh, two clicks next to him of a gun being empty. Okay. And they're saying that was Nicholas's gun going empty. Hmm. And they don't have time to reload. You know, there are people with a lot of time on their hands. Without a doubt. Because my first thought when I read that is, um, if that did happen, <laughs> you know, if that click was there, um, that was a mistake by the show. Right. That was not intended. Well, I mean, maybe I mean, it is. But for yeah. people to pick up on it. I mean, there were people that did freeze frames of Glenn mm-hmm. on the ground and circled mm-hmm. his body on the screen and saw him shimmying underneath no they're crazy get Lots the teleprompter out yeah exactly it's crazy well bottom line says is the people says the people spending an hour of their night talking about the show <laughs> <laughs> are we those people <laughs> oops and we're talking about ourselves folks not you oh my god 
so true. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, bottom line for me is Glenn's alive. That was him on the radio. And we're going to find out next week. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with that. But I wanted to go back to Sasha and uh, Eugene, um, not Eugene, Sasha and Abraham a little bit mm-hmm. and ask, what do you think is going to happen with their relationship and how do you think Rosita is going to handle it? Or will she even care? Um, yeah, she'll care. I mean, if, if you're right that the reason she's standing up there uh, crying is because she's thinking about Abraham. See, I, <laughs> even that when you said that, just like, really? Because I just don't see Rosita being that way. Yeah. About Abraham. Yeah. You know, they were hooking up, but I don't see Rosita as being like, oh, falling in love with Abraham. Mm-hmm. Abraham doesn't seem lovable to anybody. <laughs> He's like a big bear. Yeah. But but I, I just, so if if we do see that it's something like that, you know, that they are getting together and, and Rosita's going to have issues with and all that, and then that really feels forced to me. Mm-hmm. I've, that feels like a love triangle that they're throwing on us that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, I'm trying. It's weak. I'm trying to think if I. Okay. So this has already happened, so I'll just say it. But in the comic. <laughs> don't make me laugh. In the comic, the girl Holly that died earlier. Yes. She played a big role in the comic. And right. she was the one. You said something about that. She was the one who had the relationship with Abraham. Oh. And came in between him and Rosita. Oh, so there is something there. Oh. Yes. Wonderful. Great. So we're going to have that. We're going to have Carl and Ron. Well, they Rick and his girlfriend. They're changing things up so much this time, though. I don't, I don't know what to expect. Really. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> we'll now have... We'll have Abraham and Sasha and Rosita. We'll have... Ron and and uh, and what's his name and Carl uh, and Enid Enid mm-hmm. Carl and Enid and we'll have Rick and Jesse Jesse Dead and Pete. the ghost of Pete <laughs> and I'm sure there's more I can't oh it was excuse me we've still got uh, Doctor what's her name oh Denise and Tara Denise and Tara and then Glenn yes. and Maggie it's becoming like a soap as program. the world turns. <laughs> And now we've got a pregnancy, and we don't know what happened to the baby daddy. Yes. And God, the more I talk about it, the more depressed I'm no, getting. No, don't worry about it. I missed the first three episodes. Let's go back. <laughs> I think we're going to see some really exciting stuff coming up. I hope so. I hope and so. it doesn't mean that they're going to continue with the comic book storylines, because they have already like screwed things up so badly with the well not badly but they've diverged from the comic books so much sure it seems like though they've tried to bring back um some of the elements of those stories yeah um maybe with different characters or at a time that's out of out of sync um, sync with what the comic book was yeah and i think they're trying to do that to throw the comic book lovers off yeah but they're still also trying to in to appease the comic book lovers who want to see those those uh, situations come up anyway. Right. Right. Even if it's not in the same order. Right, because the whole Denise and Tara thing, that did not happen in the comic book. Right. Denise was with a man. Was she? Yes. So Tara converted her. Maybe. So, um, okay, hey, yeah. here's a question. Talking about Ghost of Pete. Mm-hmm. And talking about Abraham and so forth. What did what what the, what the hell was Abraham talking about when he says the great cosmic Pete will come down and slice his throat? <laughs> that he in essence wanted to hook up with 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 uh, with her because he wanted that before the great great cosmic Pete came down to slice his throat. I don't know what he went meant by that. <laughs> But obviously, he <laughs> he was trying to say that he's seizing the moment. I that guess. he really enjoys her and likes her company and that sort of thing. I don't know who the Cosmic mm-hmm. Pete is. I don't either. I, th- I heard that. I kind of, you know, I think my head turned completely around. I, I love his comments this time. Loose ends make my ass itch. Yep. Loose ends make my <laughs> ass itch. I said, I like the way you call bullshit, Sasha. Yeah. <laughs> And I think I'd like to get to know you better. (laughs) 
a whole lot better. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a piece yeah. of work. Yes, yeah, I don't know what what he's talking about there. Well, I tell you what, shall we uh, take a break? Yes, let's take a break. And uh, and maybe if you're lucky, folks, we might even get Stuart to come in for the last session of our show. Oh, tonight. wouldn't that be exciting? Yay, excitement! Yay. <laughs> we'll see you in a minute. Okay. The time to hesitate is through. No time to wallow in the mire. Try now, we can only lose. And our love become a funeral pyre. Come on, baby, light my fire. Come on, baby, light my fire. Try to set the night on well, welcome back. Here we are with Carol's Casserole Counter, where we count Carol's uneaten casseroles and the amount of episodes they remain uneaten. Stuart, where are we sitting with our casserole counter at this point? Well, it's it's kind of hard to tell, but I think we are at eight episodes. Only three visible casseroles that we know of. Mm, yum, 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 yum. And welcome back, Stu. Glad to have you back with us. Stuart's back. Yay! Yay! He just Finally. walked in the door. Ugh. What a day. <laughs> and, so gr- and so grumpy. We missed you. But I'm back with a smile on my face. Thankfully. Except for the yes, cold. You yeah, you're kind of snotty. <laughs> he's a little gassy, folks. Yeah. Sorry, that's why he's smiling. <laughs> um, so you guys have had a, um, a very thrilling discussion, I've heard, so far. And I'm sorry I missed most it's of been, it, but I know there were it's been interesting. a few points that we wanted to go over. Did you discuss the title? Is it always accountable? No. No. And that's a good one, Stu, because Thank we God did not Stewart's discuss it. Back, and I do. Huh? Here's to that. Because yeah, I was, that's a good at one. the end of the episode, I was trying to figure out what that meant. Um, uh, whether mm-hmm. it's like always accountable, uh, well, always accountable for your own decisions. Like, all these people are being held accountable for making bad decisions, like... You know, Stu... I mean, that, I it, that that seems to be a running theme between all these shows. It's like you're being held accountable for bad decisions with Glenn, uh, with Morgan, um, and then possibly now with Daryl, now is faced with the choice of going back and helping these people because he's got the cooler, extremely clean cooler, that says insulin on it. It was very and clean And so cool. now he feels... Right. Um, somewhat accountable for stealing that stuff mm-hmm. and accountable for those people's lives. Mm-hmm. Well, let, let me ask you this, though. I mean, if we were going under that, what what is special about the accountability of this episode compared to other episodes? It's not really. And that's kind of why I was like, well, maybe that's not what it why, what it's right. about. I mean, I think it's, it's relevant to this particular episode and yeah. something about this episode, but I don't know what. Maybe that's one of the things that uh, some of our listeners need to uh, pipe in and let us know about. Well, you know, it could be dealing with Abraham mm-hmm. and how, you know, he's kind of just going off half-cocked and crazy. Like, it doesn't matter what he does. You know, he jumps out of the moving vehicle, as Sasha said, even though the vehicle is moving 10 miles an hour, um, to, to go after the uh, the zombies when they first started leading him. Um, yeah, you know what? You you bring up a good point because it doesn't Sasha at one point in this tell him that once the uh, the zombie hordes and so forth are gone and you're dealing with the four walls and you're dealing with the comfort of living in a thing like it, your decisions become accountable. Right. I think that's I think you're right. I think that's exactly what they were talking about is Abraham's change from being the wild man who can pretty much do anything because it's always in crisis to being someone who has to live within a society and has to be held accountable for his actions. Very true. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, that's the weird thing. Kim and I were like trying to decipher what was going on there, and I felt like we were completely missing something that should be obvious in that conversation because it just kind of blindsided us with her her comments towards him when right. it seemed like they should be more uh, worried about where the hell Daryl was. And then she kind of goes into this whole psychologist <laughs> rant of, of uh, deciphering right. what uh, Abraham was going through as though it was matching up to what she had been going through last season. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I think uh, Kim and I definitely came up to the consensus that uh, that relationship feels very forced yeah. and uh, not very believable. I, 
I don't see the chemistry between those two at all. Oh, you're talking about the in like the, Sasha yeah. and yeah, Sasha and, and Abraham yes. and their little intimate relationship that's supposedly building. Yeah, that was weird. But yeah, <laughs> it was weird. It was weird. Th- that whole conversation was just kind of like, Ooh, okay. Even when she's talking to him about wanting to take a nap, oh. <laughs> it's just kind of like. Do you want to go to sleep or not? If you want to, just go lay down and go to sleep and shut up. <laughs> yeah, and he kept kind of acting like, what are we even staying here for? Which I was actually right. agreeing with him. Well, but I think Sasha made a really good point when they stopped there, when she said, you know, that... Um, let the tracker find you. Yeah, yep. yeah. The best way to find a tracker is let him find you. Yep. We're so glad you're back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'll shut up You're now. bringing us back. No. You're bringing us back from the brink of dullness. Sorry, folks, we really did need Stu more than we thought. <laughs> and my brain is mush right now. Yes, and that is a but big that's take. Okay. I'm trying to make it mushier. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's our boy. You know, one thing I, I, um, I, one thing I really was uh, un, unhappy about at the end of the show is the fact that they... They actually did make D and Honey into bad guys by having them steal um, Daryl's bike and crossbow. I, I was disappointed in that because it's not that I want more characters. I think we got enough characters, um, maybe too many characters, but I wanted to see Daryl successful yeah. in, in, in retrieving these people and bringing them back because it seemed to be something that was important to him when he was having this discussion with Rick that he still wanted to go out there and recruit. So I wanted him to be successful, and then they turn around and rip him off. Uh, That was disappointing. Yeah, because he was hesitant to even do that in the first place, to invite people back. And then he argued Mm -hmm. with Rick that it actually was a necessary evil and that you had to put your trust in people in order for mankind to persevere and move on. Mm -hmm. Then it just bit him in the ass. That's true. He did argue with Rick about that early on, didn't he? Yep. Um, so yeah, that was a, that, to me that was a big a big disappointment. Maybe maybe there's some relevance to it later on, um, but if there's not, then I'm kind of like, ah, that's 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 a shame. That should have that should have been better. Do you think they're actually gone, or do you think they'll show up again? I think they'll show up again. I have a feeling they'll show up too. And I actually think maybe that's the help you heard on the radio at the end. Yeah, you weren't here for that part. Oh okay. Oh yeah. right, right. Glenn. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that Scott was like, doesn't think it's Glenn. People were blowing up about that. Yeah, no. Right. Well, didn't didn't I'm Rita's, hoping it's Glenn. On that article, Rita said Nor- Norman it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. AKA Daryl said that it wasn't. Yeah, but why right. would he say that it is or isn't? Like he's right. not going to tell us the truth. No. Well, did no, he, none did of he them say will. definitively it was not. Yes. He okay. said the the interviewer, okay, so there's an article which I was going to talk about, but um, and it's displayed on our our uh, Facebook page. Yeah, there's an article that came out la- uh, during Sunday night's episode where an interviewer asked Norman Reedus, "Was that Glenn's voice on radio at the end of the episode?" And he very adamantly said, "No, that it's not Glenn's voice. That it's someone from Alexandria." Ah, oh, that is someone from. But Alexandria. again, he's not going to spoil it by saying, right. "Oh yeah, it's Glenn. He's alive." Yeah, I'm surprised he actually answered the question. I am too. I am too. Because uh, I would think there's a gag order on that kind of stuff. I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was drunk. Nah. Hmm. I don't know. I heard he gets pretty wild some of those parties. He does, he does, but <laughs> nonetheless, I think it's all a fib. I don't. You don't? <laughs> no, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Do you think it's Glenn? Stuart. God, I hope it's Glenn. Yeah, so we can get this over with. Yeah, because I need a big hug from Glenn. I do too. Oh, I got one at Walker Stalker. He's super sweet. Mm-hmm. And alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't look too worse for wear for having been torn apart. <laughs> I know. Oh, did you talk about how uh, tired Daryl was at the start of the episode? Because you kept mentioning, like, why is he so worn out? No, I didn't. Because he was just, like, riding his mot- motorcycle around. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, riding a motorcycle can wear you out, but he looked yeah. like he was exhausted. He just he fell exhausted. on the ground. Well, I think he was stressed out big time. 
Yeah, yeah he wanted and, to get back to Alexandria. And plus, by then, he's bleeding, too, because he's already dumped mm-hmm. his bike and skinned up his arm. Oh, well, that's, that's you're right. He he's also injured, just been shot at. Yep. Yeah. Um, so he just went through a very stressful situation. And do you think that those people were... They weren't the people that were chasing him at the end there, were they? Um, yeah. No, the I'm three? saying... I'm saying yeah, the people that ambushed them in that town. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was those. It was the same people that were looking for the three because they did mm-hmm. ma- mention that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you guys have already talked about this. Yep. Okay. But you know, here's the thing, though. You know, thinking back on that just now, it occurred to me that they, when they found the three in the woods, they didn't shoot at them, right? Right. But when they were ambushing them, thinking it might be them, possibly, if that's the theory, why were they shooting at them? Right. Yeah, why? So maybe it isn't the same people. Well, maybe they were waiting to ambush them and noticed that it wasn't those three people and decided to try and take them out. Maybe. You know? Were they trying to shoot at the but, tires or the... No, they shut out the windows. Yeah, but yeah, they were coming at them pretty aggressively, whereas when they found them in the woods, they were just kind of surround, trying to surround them and block them. Yeah, and talk to them. Yeah. Well, because they made the comment that they... They didn't want anybody who wasn't going to willingly go. Willing so they, asset. Yeah, so they wanted them alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what I mean, what so, Scott's saying is, why didn't they? Why did they come? Why did they at kill Sasha, Sasha and Abraham and and Daryl so aggressively and shooting at them with guns blazing for a dramatic effect? Yeah, because you got to have something <laughs> starting out the mm-hmm. episode. It's kind of yeah. crazy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Scott. That's that's writing one hundred and one. I just wonder if those they were the same people. Yeah, I think they were. Or maybe there's a third group because I don't think we've got quite enough groups yet. Yeah, because uh, yeah, these group, this group is not the wolves. Nope. Maybe it was the baseball furies from the Warriors. Alexandria, <laughs> come out and play. <laughs> but yeah, okay. I'm ready to move on. I just had to move. I had to get some of those points out because I wasn't here. Yeah. So I didn't get <laughs> no, to, I weren't. didn't get to sufficiently beat them into the ground. So, Kim, do you have any news items that you want to share? Yes, I do. Well, we already talked about one of the news items and that was the Norman Reedus article that came out. So, moving on, there it might be a new Walking Dead themed amusement park ride coming soon. Where? Well, we have no idea yet, but there was the IAAPA Attractions Expo, whatever the heck that means. I don't know. You're in design. What does it mean? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm in design, so I know all expos. Maybe. Anyways, it's going on this week in Orlando. And Sally Corps, which is an amusement park ride company specializing in dark rides, announced that they have a concept for a Walking Dead-themed amusement ride. It will have a combination of 3D media, practical sets, and animatronics, and will bring the Walking Dead world to life. And it's supposed to be a very dark ride, and with lots of gore and horror. And um, they have developed other rides that are based on other TV shows and movies like E.T. Adventure at Universal Studios and Justice League at Six Flags Over Texas. And um, they've also done a zombie adventure ride in Tokyo. So they've done this before, and um, there has not been anything released about, like, which um, amusement park might be getting the ride or anything like that. It's just a concept that they've come up with. So, But that could be exciting. It does mm-hmm. sound fun. I would definitely go to that. It's kind of like, well, I don't know. It might be kind of like the Walking Dead experience that's happening in Atlanta right now that was part of Walker Stalker Con. That's still going on? I s- yeah, oh. and I did not even know that. I just put that on our Facebook page today, yeah. too. It's going on till the 29th. Yeah, Very I had cool. no idea. I thought it was just part of Walker Stalker Con. Yeah, me but too. Basically, it's uh, like a haunted house, and you can either go in as a walker or a survivor, or you can do both. And you have to get yourself out of certain situations, depending on what role you're playing. So do they, are they going, they keep it set up here until the next Walker Stalker convention? Like when they have it in New York, then they send it up there or something? I have no idea. Okay. Um, that's what I would assume, but. Can I just say Sally Corps sounds like some sort of gay volunteer group? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's great. Well done. And God, we missed Stu. 
All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for that, Kim. That's uh, fascinating, fascinating stuff. I was trying to figure out that name. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next week on The Walking Dead, which will be season six, episode seven, it's called Heads Up. Uh, Alexandria is finally able to begin pulling itself together. Peace is embraced between the two groups. Wow, that sounds boring. Um, (laughs) Gotta tell you. Anyway, uh, it is directed by David Boyd. He's also directed some uh, The Walking Dead and Friday Night Lights and was the cinematography for Firefly, Hmm. Fright Night, or (laughs) Friday Night Lights, (laughs) and Without a Trace. <laughs> Same thing. Um, written by Channing Powell, wrote four other episodes of The Walking Dead, including Slab Down. Yeah. Nice. Predictions, folks? Episode. Yeah, I already gave you my predictions, but I'll say it again. We're going to find out about Glenn. We no, did well yeah. better. No, we aren't. Yeah, we are. No, it's going to no, be all the people in Alexandria and. I don't it's know. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be like some sort of carnival shooting gallery where they start picking off some of these Alexandrians. They need to start picking good. off some walkers around that wall. Yeah. Or maybe some of the main cast. No. Pair them down. Got too many you people. You get like walker jelly coming through the wall. <laughs> walker All right, jelly. so it says peace is embraced between the two groups. So Peace is embraced? Mm-hmm. Embraced. Is this going to... Oh. Oh, peace is embraced. I was thinking pieces of Glenn. Remember pieces is that of where Glenn the piece of Glenn comes in? No. <laughs> and Bob's foot. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. Um, and Ghost Pete. So hopefully that means the Alexandrians and Rick's group, I guess. They're going to come to some sort well, of understanding because of Jesse's deep thoughts after she killed Betsy. That's just going to bring the Alexandrians around to the fact that they just start killing people. Poor Betsy. Let's take a moment of silence for Betsy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Betsy. Betsy? David's wife that killed oh, herself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The note lady. Yeah. Poor Betsy. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, you know, uh, yeah, maybe. Um, I think we might see Rick and Deanna start working a little bit closer. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Maybe. Start start getting things a little bit more established at the town. Maybe she talks about the fact that she wants to start a farm. Yep. Um, and a school and everything else. Maybe a police station. But well, I hope she, nonetheless. Yeah, hopefully she regains some confidence because it seemed like we kind of left her off and she was, I mean, she was, that was at the end she was planning and stuff. The last Alexandrian episode we saw. Yeah. Right. But, um, right. but she, at the same time she was saying, Oh no, they don't need me. They need you. So, right. I, you know, I hope there's a little bit more um, working together and a little bit less of Rick just yelling next to a fence. Where he's supposed to be yeah, super quiet. His... Everybody be quiet! <laughs> Turn making your speeches. Off. Doesn't anybody just talk in this town? Why is everybody going to make a speech? <laughs> I know. Just say hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we only have two more episodes for this part of the season. That really stinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there, I mean, my prediction was either the preview from last night or the preview from the next episode. They will even hint at what happened to Glenn. So yes. they didn't do it last night. Hint. So next Sunday, you may get your wish on. You may actually see some sort of hint of what happened to Glenn. They damn well better tell well, me. Yeah. He's still dumpster diving. They need to get this. Over it. Yeah. They, they, they need to resolve this. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. I'm ready to move on. Let's get on to our other mysteries that you laid out last night by the by the handful. Yeah, yeah I want to find out who this new group is. Bum, bum, mm-hmm. All right, are we ready to wrap it up? Well, yes, okay, we are. Okay, great. So, thanks for joining us, everyone, for another episode of Fear Me. You can find us. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and of course iTunes. Please subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more of our episodes. You can also find us on Facebook and on the web at www.fearmepodcast.com. Sorry, Scott's being a jerk. Scott, that is very unprofessional. (laughs) He's making faces at me. If you want to get in touch with us or send us your thoughts on the episode, you can email us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. And please be sure to rate us on iTunes or wherever you download our podcast so that we can hopefully bump up in the ratings 
and get our name out to everybody. Yep. And get more exposure. We'll be back next week to recap episode seven of The Walking Dead, which will be the Glenn episode. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't know about that. Keep Thanks trying. for listening. Bye. Good night, everybody. Thanks a lot. Oh, I picked the wrong week to stop snorting glue. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.